computer. Welcome to Tell Me More About Co-housing with Lynn Morstead and Kelly Soika. Co-housing Houston is a multi-generational, community-minded group of people who share the values of connection and sustainability. We are developing the first co-housing project in Texas, in Houston, and even ahead of Austin. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning, Kelly. How are you, How are you on this fine December 14th? Yes, it's fantastic. It's going to be almost 80 degrees today, and it was 99.93% humidity this morning <laughs> in Houston. And so I am in heaven. I love this. Yes. <laughs> We're feeling well hydrated and yes. nice and warm. I love it. We did have a few days of winter there, though. Um, which was kind of nice because it definitely helps to get into the holiday spirit when you have a little cold front blow through. Betcha. You betcha. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you all, we are um, thinking about celebrations today, um, partly because of the season. We just had our holiday party and um, we are in full on planning mode for our groundbreaking ceremony in January. Very, very exciting. Um, but so we thought it would be interesting to see what other co-housing groups do. You know, we talk about our co-housing group a lot, but we haven't in the past reached out to, um, to other groups as much to find out what kinds of things they do to keep things fun and exciting. So mm -hmm. um, for anybody who doesn't know, there is a co-housing list serve that is a wealth of information about co-housing. There are people on there who've been in co-housing for a really long time. They've got a lot of information. So we went out and asked what kinds of celebrations their communities do. And mm -hmm. we heard from a whole bunch of different people from all over the country. And so some of their celebrations are for recognized holidays like Passover, July 4th, Halloween, um, that kind of stuff. But then others were just like everyday appreciations for like garden parties or birthdays, potlucks with board games, anniversaries, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So we thought we'd read out some of the responses that we received with some of the more unique and interesting um, celebrations that co-housers experience and, uh, <laughs> and see, see what we came up with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anybody who wrote into you, I just want you to know that I did edit down. So if you're like, I didn't write it that way. Nope. You didn't write it that way. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah. Carrie's, Ke Kelly's the master of getting right to the heart, to the essence <laughs> of what we need to talk about. Well, well, we'll see. Okay, so the first one that I have is from Bonnie at Swan's Market Co-housing in Oakland, California. Mm -hmm. So Bonnie wrote to us, at Swan's Market, we start the year with a New Year's Day afternoon tea, English style, with eight kinds of sandwiches, four vegetarian and four omnivore, scones, mm. jam, Devonshire cream, tea biscuits, and of course, several kinds of tea. She also nice. said that they nice. have a fashion parade down the central walkway in the spring, and have some less frequent celebrations, including Briss, a 10 years after move-in party, fiddling and picking musical potlucks, jazz trombone musicals, wedding rehearsal dinners, storytelling nights, and then they've had politicians come mm. and talk during election years. Nice, nice. You know, I just have to kind of stop here for a minute. This whole New Year's Day thing. I mean, I'm all about New Year's Day. But I'm one of those people who institutes dry newary for myself every year. And uh, which if you've never heard of that concept, it means no alcohol after a, a heavily indulged uh, holiday period. So um, uh, I just want one more cheat day. So I, I have to have champagne. You know, I can do all the rest of it, um, but I got to have a little champagne. You can save the tea till January 2nd. If there you, you like. go. 
So that's my <laughs> kind of, you know, love it. Yay. In fact, we're meeting for champagne on our property yes, this year, yeah. right? Have a toast on uh, champagne or, or whatever else mm-hmm. uh, toast on, on New Year's Day, which is yeah. such a lovely way to kick off our year. Yeah. I think. And yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, riff off of this fashion parade because what I want to see, I love this idea, but I want to see the Kelly Soika uh, fashion uh, class that she's been taking the last <laughs> couple of years. I want to see that paraded down. I want to see all she can find models to wear all the clothes that she's made, all the there accessories. We, we want a Kelly Soika, you know, new designer show. So yes. That, well, you know, Lynn, you are exactly in the demographic that I designed for. So I'm signing you up to be my model. Oh, you ooh, heard it here okay. first, folks. I hope it's pretty edgy clothing. I'm not wearing some old Trump stuff, you know. <laughs> well, after we disclosed in a previous podcast that you and my uh, 12-year-old daughter have similar skirt lengths, then, you yes, know, we good. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my legs in shape until the day. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Because that that will help my fashion. <laughs> okay. Thank you. So well, the one that I liked out of this one was uh, this fiddling and picking musical potluck because yes. we hear about potlucks a lot, but I really like this idea of just everybody brings something, brings a song, brings an instrument. That was really, I really like that. <laughs> I love that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the next one that we received was from Jennifer at Mountain View Co-Housing Community in California. And Jennifer says, each month we have homemade birthday cards to sign for people who are having birthdays that month. And Mm. then a cake at our monthly business meeting. We also have a guest who's coming to dinner. The host says how many people they can accommodate. And then people are randomly assigned to a location. No one knows until right before where they're going or who's coming. So people show up with dishes and just come together. I also like that they have a TGIF every Friday evening um, and people bring snacks to share. Then they have a no talent show. (laughs) Skits, music, (laughs) jokes, games, wild hats, slideshow, et cetera. (laughs) I I love this. Okay. First of all, I have to just say TGIF every Friday. You mean to me, that's already higher hardwired into this entire project that we have going on. That has been my base plan since day one. And I think if you ask our founding member, Tom um, King, he would say the same thing. So that's yeah. like already given. You can, you know, take that one aside. Now, the no talent thing. I'm going to call out Steve Steltzer here. I think Steve, you know, I hope you're listening, Steve, because Steve has already kind of started this whole joke thing, which yeah. has questionable humor to it. But <laughs> Regardless of how humorless the jokes are, we find ourselves splitting at the seams laughing. So I could see how this whole talent, no talent could really work. Yes. Well, so he brings them to community meetings um, for people who don't. Yeah. Know. He He's brings the best. Them to meetings and it's over Zoom. And you know how Zoom has kind of that like grim quality of yeah. just marching <laughs> through a meeting. And instead he just tells jokes and they're just uh, really, really deeply I think there's talent in that, Lynn. He's yeah. going to have to find some other no talent thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, the talent is maybe just having the, it's a gift really, the boldness to yeah. knock us off of our take ourselves so serious pedestals sometimes. And just like, you know, we're having very serious discussion. There's some different opinions and he just goes, okay, this is what we need right now. And instead of uh, some new opinion coming out, it's a bad joke. So uh, (laughs) I think it's very healthy. It's a real gift. I think so too. It is. It definitely is. Well, so Angela from uh, New Benesit, 
I apologize if I have, I have uh, mispronounced the name of your co-housing mm. community, Angela, but she's in Peterborough, New Hampshire. And she says that they have a rhythm of holding one event each month, including sap collecting, making maple syrup, summer Olympics, Halloween festivities, talent show, making apple cider, bonfire cookouts, concerts, speakers, et cetera. And I love that they do this sap collecting, making of maple syrup. Mm. I'm not sure that Co-Housing Houston is going to be able to replicate that kind of a celebration, but maybe we could make something else. Yeah, I don't know. This really got me wondering, you know, there are, it might have to do with whatever we end up in our, putting in our orchard or in yeah. the garden, because, you know, sometimes in Houston, the weather can just be so perfect for really bountiful crops of whatever it might be. And then you're overwhelmed. You just kind of never know what it's, I know one year we had a complete cilantro takeover of our backyard and it was amazing. We started making Italian pasta with cilantro. So who knows what's going to overtake us? You know? Yes. <laughs> well, so Chris in Burlington uh, from Burlington causing East village from Burlington, Vermont, he wrote that they have an annual pie day, mm. they eat pie, a celebration of tea, a drum circle, mm. a celebration of 10 years since breaking ground, solar eclipse celebration, variety shows, and then a moth celebrating, a moth storytelling to celebrate almost anything, and then baby mm -hmm. celebrations. Mm. Yeah. You know, we, I don't know if you know it, but we have a moth storyteller in our membership. Do we really? Yeah, it is. It, you'll be very surprised who it is. Do you want to even try and guess? I think she's hey, done honestly, it several times. Really? I yes. honestly don't know who. Nancy McCormick. No joke. Really? Yes, that is yes. so cool. Isn't oh that cool? God. So I she could really. Time she does it because I would love to come hear her. I know she would could help really help us get organized around this. Yeah, she's a. She, I mean, I knew about Moth forever, but she actually organized us going to a live event. I was really blown away. I mean, she didn't get to chosen that night, but um, yeah, she's a real, really into the moths. So um, that's super cool. She mm -hmm. has really great stories. She grew up in Galveston. She's got really wonderful stories of that. So I wonder if that's what she minds or if she has other, oh, how exciting. I can't wait. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, and I know that a drum circle sounded good to you, Lynn. You it does. You know, yeah. I've been reading more about the health benefits of people doing activities in synchron synchronization with each other. Yeah. And when I heard drum circle, that was the first thing that came to mind to me. Now I know because I obviously I don't know anything about drum circles. So I'm not coming at this with some of the other preconceived ideas about drum circles. So I know some people, I, you were kind of like, oh, not so sure about drum circles. What does that mean? I don't know. So I'm clueless. I'm just thinking of, you know, banging on drums and doing it. In, no, you know, I just am always trying to overcome my boulder hippie background. See, I don't know anything about that. So I am, I'm coming clean and fresh and optimistic, like a newborn baby at this great idea. So, well, I will show up to your drum circle. I okay. will definitely. Thank you. Because it is very calming and rhythmic and, and it's fun. You know, that's one of the benefits of co-housing is to have a group of people around who want to try something or do something that you might not necessarily, you know, try or want to do on your own, but you try it with them because it's fun, you know? Well, like you want to be with the people. So you show, show, show up, I think. Yeah. And then you accidentally have a good time, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's going to be our, our motto. 
So Leela from um, Causing Eco Village in Corvallis, Oregon, had this really, really sweet story. She said that one of our favorite celebrations is the kindergarten graduation ceremony. Someone here, I assume in her community, wrote a beautiful song about community being with you your whole life long. And we make a chain of arches for the child to walk through while we sing the song. It always brings tears. And the song has been rewritten for other transitions as well, including when someone passes away on campus and we all gather Mm. on the path to see them out. Oh my God, we have got to get that. Yeah. Maybe we can write our own though. We do have some writers in the group. Oh, that really touches my heart. I can just imagine like, so we have this little baby that was just born into our community before we even move in in October. And just the idea of her going to kindergarten and just, oh my gosh. I know. We're going to need to have a ceremony the morning that precious little bundle takes off to kindergarten, you know, never you mind graduating. You're going to cry about passage of time. Yeah. And- <laughs> We're all going to start crying, especially those of us that are at home during the day. No, Lily's going to kindergarten. What are we going to do? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. I love it. <laughs> So Alicia in Tacoma Village from Washington, D.C. wrote that they do pie day. They eat dessert nice. that day. They also have a camp out on the green. They sleep in tents in their front yard. They do pesto festo, which is harvesting the basil for pasta and pesto. Pumpkin chunkin, smashing Jacqueline <laughs> post Halloween. And they go caroling. They sing winter Aww. holidays door to door within the community. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I like this one, Lynn, because the idea of... And I mean, this is really rich coming from someone in Houston, right? But I was like, wow, they sleep out in Washington, D.C.? Of course they do. <laughs> but yeah. I just thought it was really sweet that they have this camp out on their front yard. And You know, in one of our neighborhoods in town, they do a sleep out, the dads and daughters. Oh. Yeah, in Westview. They do it every year, dads and daughters sleep out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I think it's the elementary school organizes it or something. I don't even know exactly. But yeah. Just have to get it. I don't know when you have to get it because like I said, it's going to be almost 80 today and it's December 14th. So I don't even know when we have to schedule that. Yeah. I think it has to be on a flexible schedule that we coordinate with the weatherman. Like he can give us maybe a week's heads up notice, like, okay, probably this night it will be camp out weather. You know, that's one of the celebrations that I loved in um, Colorado is they had a first snow breakfast. And yes. so the first week snow, they would do a big breakfast in the common house and everybody yeah. would in their pajamas. Yeah. So maybe we could have a first cool front camp out. <laughs> yeah. First cool front, we'll, we'll go and camp out. Well, or, you know, the other thing that occurred to me is like maybe converting some of those things that feel like a little bit depressing in Houston, convert them into a positive. So like the first day it hits a hundred is yeah. not usually cause for celebration, but maybe it could become a, uh, you know, everybody shows up in their bathing suits or whatever and hang around the future pool um and if we don't have the pool yet we can all bring a tub of water with ice to put our feet in and really just kind of make it something fun instead of this kind of kind of depressing moment in the calendar oh summer is really here we're not ready for this it is may 1st and it's 100 okay no Okay, that's not true. If you're listening for another part of the country and you're thinking about coming here, this is not a fact that doesn't happen on May 1st. 
No, it definitely doesn't. I, and I have to say this last summer, even there was all of this discussion about the fact that it didn't, I don't even know that we hit. No, we never, we never hit a hundred. So the huge advertising yeah. never hit a hundred. <laughs> Unlike the month that we went to Seattle to get cooled off and it hit 115. Oh, that's right. I forgot just about want, that. Just want to say all you guys living in Seattle, consider <laughs> Houston. In on June 10th, it was 30 degrees hotter in Seattle than it was in Houston, you know, so <laughs> okay, well, from another hot place, here is David from Milagro Co-housing in mm. Tucson, Arizona. And he says that at Milagro in the Sonoran Desert, we celebrate the two equinoxes and the two solstices. We gather before sunset at a fire circle in an open area with great views in all directions and mark the turning of the seasons with poems, songs, sayings from native traditions. They aren't events where everyone is expected to attend and sometimes only a handful show, but we keep it going. I loved that. We keep it going. That was like, that's part of it, right? The community shows up and keeps things going, even you know, when I do it. Yes. And you know, what resonates for me is a, is a concept that we have in meditation groups is that you hold the space. Yes. So even if you end up being the only person, you hold the space. And that's actually what we've, I tell people, we, you know, we have three times a month, we have an info session on Zoom and people are worried about RSVPing, are they coming, are they not coming? And I just tell people, don't worry, we will be there. We hold the space for you. If you can come, you come, you know? Yes. And I really like that idea of just us being kind of a solid rock and anchor that holds the space. Actually, we're holding the space. We're a container for so much that is coming into our world in, in this corner of our world that it, 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 it just resonated with me on a myriad of levels. Yes. Well, it was so sweet to get all these responses. Oh I just felt somebody wrote in and I felt like this could have been true of all of the responses. And this person wrote, like folks in many co-housing communities, we will celebrate just about anything. <laughs> that, yes, that is totally, totally right. Yeah. And, you know, I think we already got a taste of sort of something random happening um, that <laughs> seemed bit bizarre to me. Um, and it turned out to be the most magical thing ever. So um, about, I don't know, a week ago, the host for our annual holiday party posted a picture in our internal Facebook group of her daughter driving her truck with an alpaca in the back seat sticking its neck out the window and said the alpaca is coming to the Christmas party and so we all thought okay is this like a joke or you know what how are you going to bring it you live in the city a very urban neighborhood so anyway the alpaca showed up on Sunday afternoon I have to say and this seemed kind of very bizarre but Everybody fell in love with this alpaca. Yes. It was it was like a spiritual creature. Have you ever come across one before in no. the flesh, in no. the fur? No. <laughs> I haven't, but my girls were like, it is the most calm, you know, beast ever. It's serene. <laughs> it's absolutely serene. I could not. I, I would not have even entertained this conversation with you if I had not witnessed it myself. This is so funny. It was so, bizarre. Here you go. Co-housing Houston's uh, newest kind of interesting and unique celebration is to have a holiday alpaca. Yes. <laughs> at the party. And you have to have it's an Instagram opportunity. Have your photo taken with the alpaca. Yeah. Yes. 
then you yeah. know you're in with the in crowd when you've got yeah. an alpaca picture. Hey, I heard a rumor that the alpaca is going to show up in our year-end newsletter. Is that true? It is true. So okay. if you haven't signed up for our newsletter, make sure you do. And then you'll get to see this alpaca, uh, the serene creature with an adorable holiday bow tie on also. Oh, yes. yes. The alpaca knows how to dress. Yeah. Does not need to be told. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody. And thanks, Kelly. This was super. Thanks for launching that uh, query to the uh, listserv world. And thank you to all the co-housing communities who have contributed to this and to everything else you've helped us out with. We really feel like we are building our community on the shoulders of so many others who have gone before us. So thanks for stopping by today. We're so glad you clicked on our episode. For more information about our project, Co-Housing Houston, go to www.cohousinghouston.com and subscribe to our newsletter. For general information about co-housing, we like cohousing.org. We're really active on social media, so check out what's happening on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Co-Housing Houston, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.